what it is, everybody. Welcome to episode 125 of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pether. You can call me Fish. With me, as always, my favorite sack of shit, Connor McDuff. It's me, here again with Fish. We're reviewing the second film in a franchise we love dearly, and that is, of course, uh, what is it? Fifty Shades. Of course, I forgot for a sec. <laughs> Hold on, what do we love dearly? <laughs> what are we? What are we? What are we recording? Ah, uh, no, Fifty Shades of Grey. So, yeah, how exciting! The second it's incarnation, Fifty Shades Darker, if you will. Fifty Shades of Fucked Up, as he yeah. quotes in the first film. Uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey podcast is probably one of my favorite podcasts that we've ever done. It was it, it was kind of a, a milestone, really. We it was as it was actually the last podcast I did with you before I left, you left. Gold Coast. Was it? I thought it was Foxcatcher. No, no, it was that one because remember we were oh, sitting right. around yeah, that yeah. table and we were, we were surrounded That's by boxes. <laughs> yeah. And um, and you absolutely hated it. Like at that time, it was the lowest score that you'd given. I, I believe you gave it a yeah. one. We've been lower. Freddie got fingered. I'm still upset at you for that, but. Fifty Shades of Grey, you hated at the time. I was okay with it. I I found I found the film to be, you know, it, it did its job. I didn't think it was a good film, but I I, I couldn't hate it like you did. So yeah. I'm interested to see where we come in on this one because I did rewatch it. I went back and rewatched the first one again. I, I I did say I would never watch it again, but my girlfriend Beck had never seen it, and I didn't want to go to this new one by myself. So I made her watch it, and I kind of refreshed, and. I still stand by it. I, I still think it's an okay film. There's probably more things that I was picking up this time around. Like, he was horrible. Their chemistry isn't really that good. But I understood kind of where, what they were trying to do and where the relationship was trying to go. Um, and it actually set the setup for it at the end, because I, I don't know if you remember or if you've just buried that into the recesses of your mind, but do you remember the end of the film where, like, she's leaving? And, and, you know, the, the elevator door is shut on her face and she's like, Christian, she's like, Anastasia. Yeah, but yeah, that's so, because she gets smacked too hard and she's upset about it. Yeah, that's right. She got, she, she got a good whipping and wasn't cool about it. And so I was kind of like, oh shit, well, how's this? Because we, we, well, like, we all know they're going to get back together and I'm interested to see how they get back together. So Connor, can you tell me how they got back together and what were the activities that go on during this film. Christian Grey shows up and says, hey, let's get back together. I'm not going to be a weird cunt anymore. And she says, how can I trust you? And he goes, my mum did crack. And she goes, all right, we're back together now. <laughs> and so they're back together and everything's sweet. And then some one of her his ex-submissives is stalking Anastasia. That stops pretty quick. And Jamie Dorman saves the day. That's Christian Grey. So she's not stalking anymore. And then the woman who turned him into what he is starts being a bit of a bitch. But then the whole family tell her to get fucked and that's nothing. And then he's in a helicopter and the helicopter crashes. Everyone thinks he's dead for two minutes, but then he's not. And then uh, Anastasia's boss is real rapey and then he gets fired and that's solved. And then they get married, and that's the end. That's all that happens. There's Pretty just much. oh, like, hold on. There's a there's a lot of, there's a lot of sex in it too. 
there's a lot of sex in it. You, you failed to mention that's what you know. That's the thing that most most people are turning up for. Yeah, but for really, is it is it good sex if there's nothing driving it? You know, like <laughs> well, just... let's talk about that. Well, first of all, I I remember when the first movie you know sort of blew up and everybody was like, oh my god, Fifty Shades of Grey, it's the biggest thing ever, and it was kind of you know it's like the new Twilight. There's it's that new. It's not. I wouldn't really say teeny, but but I guess it's like yeah. you know all the all the girls that were teenies when Twilight was out have now grown up to you know be okay with this kind of sexy stuff going on. Um, so it's kind of like the the evolution of Twilight, considering that the you know the original shorts were Twilight fan fiction, weren't they? So I, it all makes sense. Um, but yeah. I remember reading about uh, that old mate, the the Christian Doran, uh, Christian Doran, Christian. Gray, Christian Gray. Christian Gray. He um he was going to not be in the second one because his wife wasn't wasn't cool with him having sex with a chick in mainstream cinema. So when the trailers came out for this, and you know, I obviously I didn't really keep up with the the goings ons of the pre productions of Fifty Shades Darker because I just really didn't care. But when the trailers started coming out, I seen like you know the 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 boss. Jack or whatever his name was, Anastasia's boss. Yeah. And I thought he was Christian Grey now. And I was like, oh, fuck, he didn't come back. That's fucking nuts. And then you know, Beck was like, no, he is back in this. We checked IMDb and, and sorted it all out. So obviously that got yeah. uh, brushed Sorted. over pretty quickly, just like a lot of things in this film. Now, let's start from the start. Because like I said before, I was pretty excited to see how Christian was going to win over Anastasia again. Because what the biggest compliment I had for the first film was that I, I quite liked Anastasia as a character. I thought she was quite a tough character. And especially after, you know, going through all the Twilight films a few months ago, I really appreciate that they didn't turn her into Bella Swan. You know what I mean? Like, at yeah. least she had some balls and but could I mean, stand like, up. She's still a dumb motherfucker. Like, I think... In comparison to the first one, I might like her more because she actually stands up for herself, whereas in the first one, she's just like a total. total Are you kidding? Clueless no way! It's the complete opposite, man. Is the I, complete opposite. I, I reckon she's better in this for sure because she kind of she has a say in shit. She's still a dumbass though. Like, and I don't think that's her character. I just think that's everyone in this film just says the dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard in my life. Like. Oh, good God. I, the start of this film where they're, I mean, obviously I'm talking about when they meet up again. Before that, it's just her walking around sad. That's the film. And then that, you know, Christian buys all of the paintings at that thing. And it's like, oh, you know, Christian Grey's back. Like, here we go. Let's sit down for dinner. Hey, you beat me. I didn't feel good about that. And then Christian's like, yeah, sorry. And she's like, I know it was me that said that should happen, but I was wrong. And he goes, yeah, sorry. I won't do it anymore. And she's like, how could I trust you? And he's literally like, ah, my mum did crack. You can fill in the blanks. And she goes, oh, all right. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, that's but that's, that's what I'm saying is that she's definitely a weaker character because she's giving into him a lot more. It's like, you know, last time it was more of, you know, it's a new relationship and she's testing the boundaries and she's not sure if she's okay with all this stuff. And obviously she isn't. So she leaves. And that to me is like, wh like, that's a tough character to me. I thought that was really cool that she could actually leave. And in this one, it's just everything's so easy. Like you just said right then. And I was so excited to see 
what this tough character, how is Christian Grey going to get around this tough chick? And she, it is yeah. just by being like, yeah, I'm sorry. I had a fucked up childhood. And then, like, honestly, like, every choice she makes for the rest of the film, I'm going to agree with you. I still think she's dumb as fuck. I just haven't seen the first one in a while, and I just remember hating her. And yeah. I didn't hate her in this. I just was like, what are you doing, you stupid bitch? And, like, every goddamn choice she makes, I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah, Why? I agree, because I'm, I'm like... I don't, I don't think... Like, I don't hate her, but I am annoyed at her for the decisions that she's making. Like you're saying, like things, like the biggest one, like let's say, like the thing, the reason she left was because she wasn't okay with his red room, his playroom. She, yeah. she didn't like that stuff. And good on you. If that's not your deal, get out of there. And and yeah, he comes and hounds her and whatever. Um, and it's really kind of creepy in the ways that he does it. Like buying all these pictures of her because he doesn't want other people to look at her. Listening back to on our old, on our our last podcast on in this franchise, mm. you were really upset because you found him quite rapey. <laughs> yeah, and this this time round, like I didn't I didn't find it in the first one because again the blossomings of a new relationship, it's like you do drastic things and sometimes it it, it comes out in your favor. He never quite went to rapey for me, but things like that, like I know he's he's very possessive. And mm. all that sort of thing. But it's like crossing a line that she shouldn't have been okay to come back over. You know what I mean? Because yeah. how tough, like, you know, like I said, she's made this big decision. She can't be with this guy because he's, because he is this way. And then one of the main things that gets her to go to have dinner with him is because he bought all the pictures because she, he doesn't want anyone yeah, looking that, at her. That was fucking weird. Like... There's, there's, I didn't think it was, I thought it was less rapey in this one. Like the stuff that I thought was rapey was him well, like breaking into her home in, and yeah. shit. But like, well, I guess rapey is not the word, maybe like dominant. Con- yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's really pushing that dominant thing, which is what she didn't really like. And by him pushing that, it makes no sense to me that she would go back because the first like quarter of this film, he is a dickhead. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a massive dickhead. Like, <laughs> like, just does shit that I'm like, what are you fucking doing? Like, why yeah. are you guys doing this stuff? But for me, Anastasia's more so the one that I'm like, you're a fucking idiot, man. Like, that she is, bit, she goes back. That, I know, she's a moron. She's a goddamn fool. And she stays a goddamn fool the entire, the, the entire way because you meet, she meets that stalker, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, She's like, oh, yeah, like, uh, I think someone's stalking you. Tell me about it, Christian. And he shows her this file. And he's like, yeah, this is the file. And then she goes, oh, I bet there's one of me. Show me it. And he goes, okay, here's the file. And then she's upset. And it's like, can't <laughs> yeah. you fucking know exactly what he's like? Okay. Yeah. You, this yeah. was obviously beforehand. He told you this is what he's like. And now he's ch- saying he's changing. Why are you now upset? Like, why That's are you the thing, isn't it? Is he was never, he never lied. He never no. wasn't like this. He told her straight... Like, he got her to sign a contract. Or wanted her to sign a contract. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that says what kind of dude this is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the whole time, it's just like... You, 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 you sit there and just, like, watch him be a creep. And you mm. kind of feel bad for her. Because you're like, oh, he is a bit of a fucking weird cunt. But then she just, like, <laughs> makes it worse because... She every time he's normal or he's trying to be like legitimate about something, he's just she's just a fucking wanker. Like yeah, like when she's like, "Hey, I'm going to New York," 
and he's like, okay, and he gets real controlling. Mm. And then is like, the answer is no. She's like, I didn't ask you. And it's like, well, clearly the problem comes from the fact that it's obvious your boss wants to fuck the shit out of you. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, sorry that every guy in your life is a fucking creep, Anastasia, but you should probably sort that out. Like, you should probably look into that and stop... uh, stop trying to push people because that that bit was so normal and it just turned into nothing anyway like they go they it turns into her coming over they have good sex and then i think they talk about it for five seconds and that's like a when did she make the decision that she wasn't gonna go because i thought that like as she walked in she's like oh you know i've already got plans i was like hold on what i thought the whole thing was that you were standing up for yourself and you were gonna go you're gonna go with christian like i agree like you know we've you know, a lot of guys and, and girls get into this situation where a partner is going off with somebody who clearly wants them. Mm. And it's awkward and, and you, you know, you want to be able to trust these people. And so we can all relate to that, what Christian's going through. But by him saying, like, the answer is no, like, I feel like that's alarm bells to her because she's trying to get him not to be dominant. And by him being dominant like that, it's, it, I feel like that should have pushed her away even more. And I th- I think my biggest problem with this film is that, you know, I got I got quite excited when I saw the trailers because I was like, there's all these external sources that could really mess up this relationship, you know. So we've got the we've got the uh, the ex submissive, we've got the 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 boss who clearly wants her, we've got the ex dominant, you know, he, the chick who used to um, dominate Christian, you know, even little things like Jose, the photographer who clearly has something for Anastasia, but that doesn't go anywhere. Like there's all these things that could add tension to the, to this relationship and they just don't ever go anywhere. They never push them. They just get sorted out all the time. Like exactly. Like when okay. you're doing the, the, um, yeah. The synopsis, it's yeah, and that gets sorted out. Yep, and that gets sorted. Out. That's exactly what happens, and it's so upsetting. It's to just, me. It just ends up you just end up watching a bunch of scenes of two people like just really wanting to fuck one another, but it's not <laughs> even justified. Like the part, okay, this is the part I, I want to talk about the most, and I'm gonna bring it up now because I I just I can't not. You can't that, hold it in anymore. That the other submissive, right? She's a creep. She's obviously yeah. obsessed. She breaks into the home. She's pointing a gun at Anastasia. It's probably the best scene in the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. Pointing the gun at Anastasia. And then um, Christian walks in, basically like totally fucking d- destroys her, just takes the gun off her and then goes, tells her to kneel and like straight up treats it, like does exactly what he has to do to make sure she doesn't like murder Anastasia. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then her reaction is to go, oh my God. And then he's like, just go to the car. She doesn't listen. And he's like, go to the fucking car, you stupid bitch. He goes to the, she goes to the car and then storms off in the night. And it's this, and then it plays this sad montage sequence of her like, like sad in different places and upset. (laughs) And like, and like, I'm watching that. And the whole time I'm like, what, why, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are you fucking sad? He just saved your goddamn life. Yeah. Like, and then she comes back and she's like, He's like, what the fuck? Where were you? And she's like, uh, I, you know, uh, you're a creep. You scared me. And he's like, bitch, I fucking saved your life. Like, <laughs> I saved you from that woman. What do you expect from me? And he literally is like, that is what I had to do to stop her. Mm. And he's still, she's still upset. And like, we're meant to watch it and agree with her. And the entire time, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Like. 
That's what. That's who he is. That's, that's who what he, he is. Did. Exactly, and that's what frustrates me is that she knows this. Yeah. She knows that he had this these sort of relationships before. That's what he wanted with her, and now you know the whole thing is that he's turning away from that because he he only wants her now, and oh, that's fuck. supposed to be the thing. So it's frustrating. Those that sequence of events has some really good moments. Like you said, it's probably the best scene in the film. When he comes in, because I, I <laughs> my whole cinema started laughing when he like put his hand up, you know, oh, really? like, like did this weird, like, because at first it was just kind of like, hey, wait. And I didn't realize yeah. that he was getting his dominant on and <laughs> it just looks so lame. But then when I, once I figured out what was going on, I was like, oh, actually, this is pretty cool. Like, we're, yeah. we're, this is character building I'm getting a bit of information about this character that I wasn't aware of and it makes sense because this was what he was and he's just saved her life using past you know tricks basically and you know it is pretty fucked up that that was the relationship that this couple shared before Anastasia and I can understand why she would get upset but I don't feel like it's sad montage upset <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean and then, when we get to, you know, they're having the conversation after it, and she's like, I'm very scared, and I'm all like, yeah, I'm still a bit annoyed at you, but I loved the moment when he submits to her. I thought yeah, that, that was, was cool. brilliant. I was like, now, he has completely changed who he <sighs> is for this chick. He is now submitting. He's, like, on the ground, kneeling to her. I thought that was a brilliant moment. And it doesn't mean anything. Like, it doesn't go no. on to do... Like, it doesn't mean anything. I'm like, God damn it, you had it. You had it. Yeah. And then again, like, so we've got other things like the boss. A whole, like, I thought that was going to be a thing throughout the whole film. Anastasia's boss. She's got this new job that she loves. She doesn't want to mess it up. And I, I'm with her. I Like, I, I think... It's kind of frustrating from her point of view that Christian buys the company and, you know, can basically give her... She could be the boss if she wanted to. Yeah. You know, because she's fucking the boss's boss's boss. And I, I like it. She's standing up for herself. That's the character I like. The, she's like, no, don't mess with my career. I want to be able to do this for myself. This is, this is my space away from you. Let me do this. And yeah, look, the, the boss is kind of... Like, he's given her looks and all that sort of thing, but he never really came across as creepy to start with. He never came across as, like, you know, what he eventually becomes, like, the guy who's like, yeah, you need to fuck to, you know, climb the ladder in this business, you know, that sort of stuff. Like, I was like, this guy's actually a pretty cool dude. And I thought he was going to be, like, you know, the Jacob of this little love triangle. I thought he was going to be the one that we'd all end up barracking for because he's not a dominant piece yeah. of shit. And there's one scene where Christian gets annoyed at him, you know, hey, bro, yeah. <laughs> at, at the bar. And and, and Jack's it, only being a nice dude. He's only being a nice guy. He's all like, hey, what are you drinking? I'll get you a drink. And, and you know, Christian's like, we're not drinking, we're going. And I'm all like, dude, that's like alarm bells. Alarm yeah. bells. He's dominant. He's taking you away from your boss. Like, yes, if he starts making advances, I feel like, you know, something can be done. But no advance had happened yet. And this is all just a boss being, you know, he likes this employee and he, and he likes her initiative and he likes what she's doing. And for it to just fizzle out and become nothing and then all of a sudden this dude is just it's like... rapey as hell. Super rapey? Yeah, yeah, like where did that come from? Yeah. And, and, then, and then that fizzles out so quickly. 
so quickly. Like, he just gets fired. Yeah, it's nothing. And, uh, again, like, and it comes back at the end because he's standing at the end yeah. and, like, watching. But again, like... I, <laughs> Puts the cigarette is... through his face. Oh, my yeah, God. it's so nothing. Like, you know what this film is? You know what I realised this is? It's, um, is it? it's like watching, like, the days of our lives. Like, yeah. it's like a, it's like a movie yeah. version. Like, all the problems. Like, think about it. Like, submissive and getting upset and like not being able to know whether or not you want to marry someone and the helicopter crashing and the horror of, of a character potentially being killed crashing. off. That's no, so that's, days of our lives, yeah. That shit, that, isn't it? Like, and you know, the boss that, that wants you as well and like the drama and then there's the older woman and you can't speak to her and then, and it's a, oh man, it's just so like, I'm like, fuck, this is like, a, I'm watching daytime TV. Like, that's what it felt like, honestly. Mm. It felt like I'm watching daytime TV. Except for all the sex. That's the other I was just going to say, it. except for when, you know, balls go into her vagina. And I mean, like, that's all great. And it's like fun. And I get it. Like, that's what's selling the film is all these sex scenes. Because they're done well. They're pretty, they're pretty, pretty sex scenes. But like, they're, again, like, I don't really give a shit. Like, I don't think people understand that. Whatever sells your film doesn't mean it's the only thing that's mm. going to sell your film. If your film isn't good, it's not going to do as well as it possibly could. It you know, really like is. just write a good fucking script and just fucking get someone that can act other than Jamie Dorman. Like, <laughs> God, like bad. just, just like get the basics done and then just overlay the entire film with a guy, you know, fucking the shit out of a girl. And then you're sweet. Like, why is it that that's the first thing that comes to your mind? Because yeah. that's what it feels like. It's like, cool, you've got all these story elements that could work. And, like, I could see this film being a bit of a thriller or just being quite good. Like, there are elements there that work really well. But instead, we just get this, like, mishmash of scenes that lead up to the next part where they're doing it. Like, what's the next thing it's, they can do? Where it's they really can... it's really like a porno. It's just like yeah. a bunch of nothing dialogue between sex scenes. Yeah. And that's... <laughs> and, you know, look, it is. It's the selling point of these films. It's basically softcore porn for, you know, yeah. women who wouldn't normally watch porn. So, cool. That's I'm, I'm cool with that. The frustrating thing is that the first film, I felt, like, meshed in the sex really well with the with the plot. Yeah, and this time around... It's just, and it was, <laughs> my cinema was great. It was full of chicks again, but all of them were laughing at the film the whole time. Yeah. And I find that this, this movie's trying to get you, you know, like a little hot under the collar and get you, you know, get you all horny and whatever. But it, it, yeah. It's actually making you laugh instead because it's kind of awkward. <laughs> and any, any problem that sort of come up, it was towards the end of the film. I can't remember the, the exact problem, but it was like, you know, oh, how are they going to get, how are we going to get through this or something? And the chick behind me said, oh, they, they just fuck. And then yeah. the next scene was them fucking Funny. in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, a, I was like, this whole, they've lost this crowd. It's hilarious to me. But that's the problem is it's not really meshing in with the plot as much. And I understand that these, these two are going to, you know, fuck like bunnies because you know that's kind of where they're getting yeah. in their relationship but i also don't understand why they're getting to this point in their relationship because she was so against a lot of this stuff and now all of a sudden she's okay with it like you know yeah she's he's not getting he's not whipping her as much i guess but like or if at all but you know i, I just feel like she was so uncomfortable with all this thing and there was no warming up period to where she was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, let's go back into the Red Room, you know? Like, to me, the way that it ended, the last film, the way the last film ended, she should be terrified of that room. 
And I feel like even earlier in maybe in this film, she should have wandered up and just, you know, got a little bit curious and started looking at things. But it was kind of late towards the film. Um, yeah. But, you know, the minute that she sort of gives in to, you know, his desires again, I'm kind of like, well, what the hell was the point of the first film? Yeah, or the point of this one, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. what's what's the point of any of it? Because like, it, it doesn't... It just happens so quickly. Nothing like, matters. Nothing matters. Like, okay, this is, what I, what, this is the next point we should talk about. And this is the helicopter, right? <laughs> so... So here we go. We're an hour and a half into the film. <laughs> nothing has happened yet. Like they're together, but nothing's actually going on. And so he's in a helicopter. First, they make- first, no, be first before he gets into the helicopter. He says, "Oh, I've got to go to Portland." Yeah. Because um, she wants to do something with him. And he's like, "Ah, oh, no, I've got to go to Portland. You'll be cool." Which is yeah. totally against his whole character. He wouldn't even yeah. let her go to New York. He wouldn't right. let her do anything by herself. And all of a sudden, he's just going to leave her. He's like, yeah, yeah, mm. I'm, I'm going to go. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Like, that's yeah. what he's like. So, awesome suddenly, writing, guys. Awesome yeah. writing. Perfect setup. No, it makes no sense. Nothing is connected. Scene to scene. To scene. Anyway, they're just... He's so in they the go. helicopter. That poor green screen. <laughs> the oh, shaking man. helicopter with so his they're in, they go in the helicopter and suddenly the helicopter's engine blows and it literally looks like a scene from a sitcom like a, from a soap opera like it the does. helicopter's and it's plummeting and you don't know what's happening and then you see it plummet and then cut to black suddenly the whole family it's this big deal they're out for dinner uh, Anastasia they get a call and the Christian's missing his, his helicopter's gone down everyone's freaking out they're at his house they're all crying oh, and she's sitting and next to his sister who is all yeah. of a sudden a main character and it's all like emotional and stuff and everyone's everyone's so upset and then he walks through the door literally <laughs> literally as it's saying that they've they've been found he walks through the door oh, and he so goes hey what's up and, and at this time my entire crowd like my entire audience cracked up laughing because he walks yeah. in all dirty and bloody and like <laughs> yeah it's just like it's all good I survived. It's just like nothing. I don't understand. Like I have no, no idea. And then why. they have sex. Yeah, and then they fuck. And I'm like, I, this- I'm pretty sure that's the the scene where that chick was like, oh, they'll just, it's all good. Oh, it's they'll the, the marriage scene. It's the marriage scene. Oh yeah, that's right. He had it. He had the answer on him the whole yeah. time. Yeah, right. and like I just, it's just this whole sequence, and I'm like, why the fuck did you even bother with a helicopter? Like. <laughs> That would have cost so much money and it did nothing. Like I know. And it's it was so ridiculous. Like this so it's so overdramatic. Like you said, daytime sitcom soap op soap opera bullshit. And yep. him coming in like still bleeding and stuff, I'm like, no, like paramedics would have cleaned him up. <laughs> it's yeah. just things like this I'm starting to I'm starting to pick apart because the movie doesn't have me. And they've they've lost me, you know. And I'm just laughing at it now. Like we all laughed. I I wish I had a recording of my cinema as he walked into that into that apartment because yeah. far out it was hilarious. Like you know, like big belly laughter, like you would see in a Judd Apatow film. You know it's, what I mean? It was that funny. Like it was so <laughs> stupid. It was just like what on fucking earth? Like I don't understand. Uh, and they're trying to like force characters down our throats as well. Like, like I just said before, the sisters all of all of a sudden somebody. Like I don't. Yeah. I just watched the film again the other day, the first one, and she was at 
the dinner table, I guess, but I didn't remember her. Like when she rocked up at that um, uh, masquerade ball, I thought it was the friend, you know, like her uh, Anastasia's old roommate. Yeah. Um, just another blonde chick who doesn't really mean anything to the plot. So I was like, why, why is this chick all of a sudden somebody? And, you know, characters that I feel like should be somebody, like the boss or even Jose, the photographer, where, you know, like there's a thing going through, like he obviously has a thing for Anastasia and could be a really good, you know, sort of tension point again between her and Christian because he's obviously a good guy. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. not a dominant, not all messed up, not 50 shades of fucked up. They're really not focusing on parts that they need to be focusing on. I guess my ne- the next thing to really talk about is the old mistress, uh, the old dominant, yeah. Elena. Fucking um, weird bitch. Which what? is great. I want her to be weird. I want her to come out of nowhere. I want him to get into his head and, you know, because she basically still controls him. I want that all to come back. But it doesn't mean anything. Again. Yeah, nothing. Because when, you know, when up. she goes to her, her um, hair salon or whatever, you know, I've got the perfect place and takes her to the chick who used to whip him and do all the bad yeah. things to him. It's a relationship that we don't really understand. We only kind of see it from Anastasia's point of view, which, you know, is a, a logical point of view. Like, if you know that your your partner was dominated by somebody for so many years and has basically turned him into what he is, like yeah, you're going to be a little on edge when you meet him and that sort of thing. But I, I really wanted them to delve deep into that relationship because he obviously still cares about this chick and, and values her opinion and all that sort of stuff at the start of the film. And then it's like, nah, because Anastasia doesn't like her now, now he doesn't like her either. They didn't explore it. And it's so frustrating because I want to know more about that. Was that. Like, that was like the biggest point they could have gone on. Like that was the most, yeah. the biggest plot, like the biggest thing to drive the narrative was this woman she was the biggest threat and they did nothing with her the entire fucking time you see her three times in the film i'm pretty sure she was in a scene i swear to god she was in the elevator scene like i swear to god man like you know when he starts just fingering her on the oh, elevator the chick in front of her yeah uh, I, the whole time i'm like is that her like what isn't that her <laughs> um, no nah, it wasn't her but it looked like her it was just like they bring her up three times she kind of just talks a little bit and then she goes away and mm. like, I just, I wanted her to be the bad guy. Like, why isn't she the bad guy? She would have been such a good bad guy. Yeah. Or even like, you know, that under, we don't understand why she's the bad guy. And towards the end, like she sort of saves them or does something like, which I'm sure will come into the third one. There's supposed to be a third one, right? Yeah, there is. Fifty Shades yeah. Freed, it's called. What's it called? Fifty Shades Freed. Freed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um... It's like they're holding back all their cards for that next film, which is just silly. Like, at least set them up. Because <laughs> they're not yeah. really even setting them up. And I just still don't understand why she would marry him. I, like, I feel like they're not at that point. They're still, they're still very flaky. And yeah, it's, it's really nice that he is asking her to, you know, to marry him and stuff. But yeah. it's just taken away from that character that I, I thought was quite strong in the last film. And now... This is why I'm finding her so weak this time around. And she's just like basically going with the flow now and not doing really what she should be doing or what she wants to do. Um, Like, I guess she wants him, but I still don't believe it that she wants him, you know? Like, there wasn't enough build up between her leaving him in the apartment from the last film to her marrying him for me. 
like I understand that she's still connected and would get upset if he died in a helicopter crash. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, I'd mm. be upset if most of my friends would die in a helicopter crash, <laughs> you know? And also, like, Only most at, of them. The end, <laughs> at the end, she's like, you're just in him for his money. And, like, I'm just watching him, like, yeah, that and his cock. Like, that's all it is. I'm like, you just getting some grade A dick and he's rich. I'm like, what yeah, else? Yeah, but he, the, the money thing was is never a thing. Like, she got rid of the... $24,000 that yeah you, I know yeah. but I'm just saying like I mean what else can we go off is what I'm saying mm. like yeah, yeah yeah it's just it's just so like I just want to I want to I want her to have some legitimacy like I want to feel like this character's legit but then she just says and does shit and I'm like what the fuck yeah, are you no, doing I, I agree like um, you're just I know yeah congratulations you gave back $24,000 but you're dating a guy who literally said he makes that money in 15 minutes. Like, what is to stop him from just giving you an extra 24 grand? Oh, hey, remember when I gave that 24 grand to charity? Um, can I have some more? Yep. There you go. Like, like it's not, it's not a real risk, is it? No. Like anything else in this film, it's not a real risk. There's no real risk that's being, that's happening. It's just her making stupid choices. A lot of the time causing problems more than she's just trying to fix them, you know? And then, oh, fucking hell. What are my, what are your boundaries? And he draws a lipstick over his chest. Just say, oh, don't. What was that shit? Just say, don't touch my chest, bitch. I, th- and where did that come from as well? I'm pretty sure they've had sex many, many times before. And she would have almost certainly been all up in the, those pictorials. Sure, I'm pretty sure the scene before sees her like ripping off his shirt. And I'm like, didn't you just <laughs> touch, his, touch his chest? I don't, I don't understand. Oh, God. Right, so now what I feel like should be happening in this film and may happen in the books. I'm not sure. But I, I really feel that... This is a story about two people meeting halfway. It's about compromising for the people you love, you know? He likes freaky shit. She doesn't. So she's probably going to have to do a little bit of freaky shit to be with him. She, you know, and he has to meet halfway in that way as well. Now, the whole thing is that she's not going to change for him. Yeah. But he has to completely change who he is to be with her. Yeah. And... That's bullshit. That's not meeting halfway. Like, he is completely changing. And I like that. Like I said, well, I like that he's trying to do that. Like, I like the submissive thing. Like, he's gone the complete opposite. But that shouldn't... What should have happened in that moment is that she'd be like, no, 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 it's not about submitting. It's about us being equal and and all that sort of thing. And it may have come up, but I really... it's, It's just whitewash to me because it's... There is no compromise on her behalf as much as I feel like there should be. And, like, he's making a huge, huge change. And if she's going to put up with this asshole, like I said at the start of the film, he's a dickhead. Yeah. If she's going to put up with him, like, they've got to be able to meet that halfway. And that doesn't really happen to me. So I feel like they're, the whole point of this film is just getting pushed aside because they still want to play with the toys in the sex scenes they want they, that's that's what they think the that's audience what, is here yeah, to that's see yeah exactly what it is they want to see some kinky shit which is cool but like make it justify solid. it yeah justify, justify it have her build up to you know wanting to put these leg brace things on and all that like I still don't believe that she would do that and I guess that's her compromise but the compromise isn't really highlighted in the film 
in the narrative. And that's really frustrating because they had something here. Like I said, they had me. They had me at the start of this film. I was excited to see where this could go and it went nowhere. It literally went nowhere. Like nothing affected this relationship the entire way through it. All the exterior things that could have brought any kind of attention to this relationship mean nothing. And all of a sudden she's basically doing kind of what he wants to do anyway. He's just not being a dominating asshole. And that's a good end game, but there's no lead up to it. And yeah. Yeah. Bah, indeed. And then they get, and then he proposes and whatever. Like, that's it, isn't it? Hey, we're getting married. Cool. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about anyone. I don't care about any of this. You know, like, just Jane, quickly, like, Jamie Dornan can't act. Like, he's, oh, he's so bad. So bad. Like, I, I feel like he's got a little better since the last one, but that's not saying much. I, like, I just, I don't know. I noticed it in this one. I was like, man, you, you know, you've got. You do certain things really well, but then other stuff, I'm just like, what on earth? Like, I feel like there's like any number of Hollywood hunks out there that could play this better than him. <laughs> yeah. You know? It might have been a good thing if they recast him. It's probably just more so like no one would do it. Any Hollywood hunk is like, I'm not doing that shit. Mm, like, fuck off. But yeah, it wasn't, it's not, it's not great, is it? You know, no. he's got kids. I'm looking at him right now. He's 34. He's got two kids. All right. Jesus. We done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, let's get on to that little, little segment that I like to call the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, the good. Uh, I The cinematography is gorgeous. That's what I'd say. We didn't bring that up. It's very, very pretty. Yeah, you're true. You're right. You did bring up that the, the sex scenes were shot well, and I think they were shot well too. Like, it was... They were pretty good sex scenes, if not awkward. But I feel that's more the actors rather than the techs on set. Ah, mm. uh, my good. I don't know. I'm finding. I really like. I really like the moment when he submits. I thought that was like a really cool thing. Um, if it went on to be more, it would it would have been great. But that as a moment, I thought was great. That's my good. Cool. Bad. 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 Jamie Dornan's acting. Bad. Bad! <laughs> What's yours? I think it's bad. Like, the writing in this is just fucking horrid. Like, they've set up things that don't mean anything. Nothing means anything. And that is just frustrating to me. That's bad, bad writing. Like, I... I stood up for the writing in the first film. Like, you went on rant after rant after rant on how bad that writing was. And I was like, no, the writing is fine. The, the progression is fine. It's just these actors can't work this dialogue. But this time around, the actors still can't work the dialogue. And but the we also really have bad. bad writing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. I just like... Horrible. Yeah, it is. It's genuinely just unbelievably bad. I don't understand. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, look, I'm not even mad. Like, that's the thing. If you ever, like, I'm not even mad. Like, it might just be because I'm seasoned now. Like, we've done this so much. I'm like a war veteran when it comes to films. Like, <laughs> yeah, with films, yeah. like, we watch so much fucking garbage on this show. Like, we watch such an unbelievable amount of shit. You know, we put ourselves through watching just, like, nothing films or just fucking trash. So, like, when it comes to just getting mad now, I'm like, oh, you know what? Like... The amount of shit I've seen in the past year, this is just another one. Like, I just can't even... 
I can't even bring myself to rage anymore because because <laughs> there's no point. Like, there's no point. Nothing makes me angry. The last thing that got, made me mad was Freddy Got Fingered. Like, that is the level of film for me that has to piss me off. And you like Freddy Got Fingered. Like, yeah. that's, that's where we're at. So I'm just sitting here and we're talking about it for 40 minutes and I'm just kind of happy. Like, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, what happened in this? You anyway. have little lapses here and there. I, I like it when you have your lapse. It's the, I do. Um, I, sometimes I, I break. Something will set me off. I am upset. I'm not particularly angry at this film because I didn't really expect much. I am upset that the little spark of light that I found in that first film didn't come across to this one. And the things that I saw in the trailer that I thought were going to really make this better than that first film were all those external things that could have come in and messed up this relationship and nothing yeah. meant anything. So that's so I'm upset. I'm not absolutely I'm not angry. I'm just I'm just disappointed. Disappointed. God damn. Yeah. All right, the ugly. Uh uh her the her being sad after he <laughs> saves her life. That was yeah. so hideous. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. God damn. Mm. Yeah, that was it. What about oh, you? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, probably that or just the random sex scenes that they meant nothing and yeah. how they think that's okay. Like, it's just really ugly in the sense that this could have been written in as a good part of the narrative and they've just gone with what they think the people want and given us porn. Yeah, bad <laughs> porn. Bad oh, porn. Yeah, exactly. Yep, anyway, bro. all right, final thoughts. What do you got? Um, this is really shit. The writing was really shit. The acting was really <laughs> shit. Everything about it's really, really shit. And it just, it was all, it's bad. It's a bad film. Um, and I don't really know what else to say. It's just fucking crap. Like, it's just yeah. crap. I'm watching a shitty soap opera. Two out of five. Oh. I just like. Do you think it. this one's better than the first one? From what you. I can't about. remember the first one, you know? Like, and I didn't like it. I wasn't, it wasn't rage inducing. So, yeah, I, okay. I can't, I can't like sit here and give it a one because like my reaction doesn't, it's not, it's yeah, not okay. a one in my head, you know? Yeah, it's, this definitely was a, a, a one out of five Conor McDuff performance yeah. on the podcast. Uh, I am really pissed off at this movie in terms of well, upset, like I said, and disappointed that they've just messed up. They had me. And they lost me. Now I really I consider this trash. This is absolute trash. And I'm the one who stood up for the last one. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I and I still think that last one is okay. Like going back and watching it the other day, uh, you know, me and Beck started watching it quite late at night and I was it's a two and a half hour movie and I'm like, fuck, this is gonna take forever. I'm not really keen for this, but I need to. I need to get up to date. And the film actually flows quite well and, and that two and a half hours went quite quick. Um, whereas this time around, I was checking my watch like every 10 minutes. Is this movie going to finish already? Like all the things that were were being set up, like the boss and the, the ex-submissive and all that sort of thing, they're pretty well wrapped up almost at like the halfway point of the film. So by the time I'm halfway through the film, I don't give a shit about anything that's happening here because I know it's not going to matter and they're still going to get married in the end. Like, I want these two to fight for that marriage. I want them to compromise. I want there to be tension and there isn't any of that. And this writing is some of the worst I've ever seen and just coupled with 
bad acting from the Christian Grey guy. I didn't think Anastasia was that bad, but she's definitely not as good as I thought she was in the first one. Um, it's just a pointless film. This is a pointless film. And like I said, if you want to watch this sort of shit, go onto the internet and watch porn. There's plenty of porn out there that means more than this film does. <laughs> anyway, I give it a 1.5. Point five lower than Connor. Yeah, sorry guys. I'm a little, I'm a little uh, nothing. I'm a little like wet paint in this episode. I just, I don't, I don't know how to react sometimes to shit like this. Like, how the fuck do I? Like, I'm watching it and I'm like, I, I, I expect it to be like just pure garbage, but it's only like it's just garbage. You know, like it's pretty production values there. There's sex in it. I like sex, but then I'm like. I just, sometimes I'm just sitting here, I'm like, fuck, I've sat through, like, goddamn knows how many bad films, and this is just, I'm just like, Jesus, what, what is this? Like, what is this shit? You know? And that's I, the I think this is the worst I've watched in a long time. Really? Like, this is the yeah. worst you've watched? In, in a long, like, um, what's the last bad, bad film we watched? Like, one of the Resident Evils, like, Resident yeah. Evil, Resident Evil 5. Uh, I would probably watch again over this anytime. Just at least there's cool fighting in that, you know. Like the sex scenes aren't enough to make me come back and watch this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. Because we got poor. You know, like this is this is bad. Like I, I, I actually think this is trash. Like you know, I don't really call things trash much. That's your thing. That but is. this is trash. Here we go. David Petha Fish has declared that Fifty Shades Darker is actual trash. <laughs> and that's where we're at. Thanks a lot, guys, for listening. We hope that you will tune in next week when we uh, start to review uh, Train Spotting, which is exciting. Train Spotting T2. Yeah. Have you seen Train Spotting one? I haven't. We're going to watch it before we. Yeah, I haven't go seen it this. either. Yeah. I've watched parts. Like, there's always, you know, it's one of those movies that's been around and it was, you know, kind of an underground hit. And I, I put it in like the like all those Guy Ritchie sort of early movies that yeah. there was just like a massive fan base of those British films that and everybody got behind it and I just never watched it for whatever reason so I'm going to watch that before next week so we have some sort of uh, background on that but apparently it's a pretty big deal that this is coming back yeah and it's been doing really well critically I've seen a few I haven't read any reviews but just from what I've seen on social media everyone's really liking it critics are really oh, liking cool. it Guardians 2 is another one. Their screen test got like a hundred. Like apparently oh, they heard that. That excites test. me because yeah. I really because they got lightning in a bottle in that last one. Um, yeah, which we'll be reviewing that one too. So Guardians 2 coming up later on. Train spotting next week, and then we've got something else up our sleeve for the for the next couple of weeks coming up. A new retrospective. We won't talk about it until next week though. Follow us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. Play the music, fish. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Fifty Shades Darker, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track I Don't Want to Live Forever, Fifty Shades Darker, is performed by Zane and Taylor Swift. And the track The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly titles is performed by Ennio Morricone. Come back.